It's May, so that means it's time for the 30-minute hour with me, Michelle Manning, therapist, provocateur, and Jen. And me, Jen. <laughs> Jen, what's up? What's up? Do you know Go. what our topic is in May? I think May was about the mamas, yeah. the single mamas. We're doing single moms. Yeah. For sure. Heck yeah. Um, and there is a reason why we're doing single moms. Because one of the things that I thought to myself was, what's the point? Like, how is this related to therapy, therapists, um, the clients of therapy to talk about single moms? So what's the point? And I came up with an answer and I want to run it by you. Okay. Okay. So I think the point of talking about single moms, especially within the therapeutic dynamic, is this. They are ignored. Right. When they're flipping superheroes. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay. Sorry, I just get excited about single moms. Just such badasses. Yeah, they are. And I think the, the thing that we kind of used to tease this topic was the idea, you know, who's more powerful, single moms or God? And <laughs> one of the things that I can say, not necessarily being affiliated with any type of um, religious path other than that of, oh, loving dogs and people sometimes. Um, one of the things that I really, really know a lot about is the single mom, much more than God, fortunately <laughs> or unfortunately, regardless of how you look at it. I know a lot about single moms, was raised by one. Mm -hmm. What about you? I know quite a bit about single moms. Why is that? I was also raised by one, and I am one. Are you? So, okay. Am. So then you have a lot to contribute. Yeah. Now, my womb is barren, so I am not a single mom or any mom of any sort. You're a mom to me at times. <laughs> when I have to be. When you have to spank me. <laughs> Jennifer, Just that is a podcast That's for another a episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, all crudeness, <laughs> not aside, because that has to be very much a part of this, this program. Um, single moms are ignored. And they're not only ignored in the therapist dynamic, and I'll talk more about that from my perspective, but I think they're also ignored by society. Like, okay, so we know, you and I can say, I can say single moms are more powerful than God. I'm going to say it. I said it. And <laughs> nothing happened to me. Therefore, I'm right. <laughs> do you agree? I agree. Okay. So do you think that they're ignored? Like if you look at it from a cultural perspective, a societal perspective, and especially a political perspective, do you think that single moms are ignored? Yeah, definitely. I think that they are ignored. There's just not enough love for single moms in Why? terms of what the fuck they go through. Why? Okay, so what the fuck do they go through? Uh, I mean, on a daily, it's something new, you know? It's a kiddo having to get somewhere. It's, um, gosh, making sure you have the financial means to get them there. Um, I mean, on and on. What happens if you don't have the financial means to get them there wherever they need to go or whatever they need? If you don't have the financial needs or means, excuse me, who's going to help you? You. You're going to hustle. But what about all of the social programs that families are guaranteed through policymakers that tell them, have children and we will provide social services for you? I'm sure as a single mom, you were flooded with social support. Mm, yeah, no, no. You know, all those places are in play, but um, 
you have to fight tooth and nail just to even get in that. And um, half the single moms, I mean, myself included, don't have the time. Time? To, yeah. What? What do, what do you mean time? <laughs> you know, you get just, a lot of that. You just have to sign up and register, don't you? Right. Like if it were that easy. Is it not? No, no. There's appointments and there's this and there's that and there's just all this stuff that goes into it that, you know, you, God, life is overwhelming enough as it is, let yeah. alone having to collect every single paycheck for the past two months. Um, you know, all that goes along with that. Right. And I think, so it's funny because when you say all that goes along with that, you're being very vague, but I think you're being vague for a reason. This is the reason. I think there is so much shit that a single mom has to deal with that for you to be able to break down the intricacies of what is involved. Right. Like I'm just, I mean, I was just going over financial stuff and day to day, you know, um, there's addiction with the other parent. There's um, a lot of women who don't even get child support. Right. There's, it's so much deeper than just, you know, the financial part of it. Have you ever had to fight for child support before? Yes. So how easy is that process? It's That's not... easy, right? You just, you know, call a, the court and let them know, and they're just going to garnish the wages, and then that money goes right into your account, right? Yeah. It's totally that simple. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. we are being so fucking sarcastic. Right. Because we have to be. Right? Yeah. I mean, this is, it's so infuriating. And I think you can see that I get really, really, you know, I'll get passionate, you know, about this topic because they make it seem as if being a single parent, and we can certainly tie dads, you know, into single mom dumb, because if you're a single parent, you're probably dealing with the same shit. Right. And the shit isn't even so much the kids. Like, I would say, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, raising kids alone is probably the easiest part about being a single parent. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The raising part is down. Right. You've got that part down. Yeah. You, you don't have to deal with someone else and want to bring their, you know, parenting tactic in or anything like that. That's, yep. you know. But um, there's so much more that goes along with that as far as, um, you know, how that's going to affect them when they grow up. I mean, everything. Yeah. Mom having to fight for child support. Yeah. Mom having to fight with the fact that dad, you know, or dad having to fight with mom with yeah. the fact that they're an addict or, yeah. you know, whatnot. Yeah. There's so. just always something like dragging you. Uh, yes. But always dragging. But it's not the child rearing. No. You know what I mean? Well, not for me. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And I think honestly, because I work with a lot of single moms, I mean, I'm not going to speak for every single mom, but one of the things that I can say with those that I have worked with, the child rearing is the easiest part. That is not what makes single moms crazy. What makes single moms crazy is everything else they have to contend with. Like the hours of operation for a lot of these services they need are right in that window of their work schedule. Right. Yeah. Dentist appointments, doctor appointments, um, parent-teacher conferences, uh, social service appointments. How many of those fall outside of 9 to 5 or 8 to 5? None of them do. Right. Um, So that brings up another point. I'm sure that when you tell any of your employers that you have to take time off to go to some of these appointments, they're probably really forgiving, right? Oh, yeah. They're so impressed. 
They're impressed. What a good mom. Yeah. You're taking time away from the business that we're trying to run and the money that we're trying to make to take care of your kids? Yeah. I don't get it. Right. As where I work, a lot of people don't have kids or they're grown, so they definitely don't understand or they had a spouse at home that was taking care of the kiddo yeah. or whatnot or a family member, so they don't know what it's like. <laughs> Sorry, Jen, I was distracted because I think we had a comment from the Stood Dudes, and they brought up a really, really good point. So this folds into everything that we're talking about, about things just dragging you away from the things that you want to prioritize. So not only do we have, you know, appointments that are very, very difficult, sometimes even impossible to keep, appointments that you need to keep, where there's appointments with the court system, appointments with social services, appointments with medical, you know, professionals, mm -hmm. you know, school, all of these yeah. school, everything. Mm -hmm. And then if, and this is what the stud dudes have brought up to my attention, if you're at a point where everything is stable, okay, good. I've got some type of steady income. I'm, I've got the kids are healthy. We've got the support that we need. I'm doing this on my own. Everything is good with school and work. But then you try to get the kids involved in activities because now you're at a point where you can realize, oh, my gosh, my kids need to be social. They need to be active. That doesn't cost anything, does it? <laughs> it costs like buku bucks nowadays. Goodness. Yeah. And then, of course, getting them there. Like, you know, how am I going to get them there when I work 8 to 5 Monday through Friday? What about mass transit? Yeah. I'll just throw her right on the city bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. She'll be safe. These are all of the things, and this is one of the reasons why I say emphatically that single moms are ignored because nobody accounts for these things. And I'm not – this is not a conversation to spark a political debate. I do not want this to be a – excuse me – a political debate, and I don't think that you do either because this really is about therapy and, and ways to look at therapy and all of these different types of things. But it seems not just politically but socially and culturally as well – it seems as if people forget about what it is to mom well once the babies are out of your vag. By yourself. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Because some people end up needing to give birth alone mm -hmm. for several different reasons. Mm -hmm. So then you give birth and now you've got this baby and you're by yourself trying to figure out how this all works. I mean, whether that's your specific experience or not, it's still kind of the thing, right? Yeah. You are not anybody once you've had the child. Mm -mm. And like, what about the mental health oh, of boy. the single parents? Yes, okay. I'm talking to you single dads too. They, yep. you know, um, where, when are they ever getting the time to get their mental health Okay, so now this together. drops us into the portion of the conversation where we get to talk about how it affects us, meaning me and you, in, in respect to mental health, you, you know, how it affects your mental health, me, and how I see it affect the mental health of the people that I work with. Mm -hmm. And this is something really funny, and I think that you'll appreciate this. So as a therapist, sometimes the rhetoric will 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 get me and I'll hear people ask me I'll hear people people will ask me questions like oh my god so what is it like being a therapist with COVID how many of your clients come in you know talking about COVID anxiety and just really dealing with the shutdown and stuff like that and my response is always um my clients have much bigger fish to fry 
they got COVID down. That's nothing. COVID ain't shit. COVID ain't <laughs> shit, you know, compared to what so many people deal with. But because this portion of the population is so woefully ignored, people don't understand. Damn, maybe that's why I deal with COVID so well. Yeah. Because I do crazy ass shit all day. Totally. Totally. I see it in my office all the time. It's like COVID. They're like, yeah, whatever. I can. That's fine. Now, let's, you know, right? let's like talk about people are tripping and I'm just like, yep. dang, it's yeah, absolutely. And not to say that it's not a thing like people that are affected totally. by this, you know, we, we obviously, you know, um, can respect and validate for lack of a better word. There's good therapy speak for us. You know, we can certainly validate that that is a thing. But it's not really a thing when you are struggling to literally put food in the mouths of your babies or try to give them a well-rounded education, an education in life, an education in school. And if mom is crazy because she hmm. was on the phone with the insurance company for three hours and ended up with nothing resolved, how many times have you dealt with something like that? Numerous amounts of times. <laughs> it's not something you can even keep count of. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. It's And that's one of the reasons why I said earlier, I said, I think you're being vague, not on purpose. I think you're being vague because it's too much to keep up with. It's too much to count. You know, if you had to list all of the things that you were responsible for on a day-to-day -day basis, I wonder how much of those things would actually include child rearing, the thing that we really want to do when we choose to become parents. Yeah, that's it's definitely um, it's not all it's cracked up to be. It's not all the rainbows and butterflies, you know, when people are like, oh, I'm going to become a parent. And I didn't start out a single parent. I mean, most people, some people don't. Yeah. Um, I was happily married for yeah. years and years. Um, so when I finally became a single parent, it was kind of like, damn this is really all going to fall on me. Right. Like, I'm taking my kid the other day for, like, their first orthodontist appointment, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, so how am I going to get them here every other appointment right. without pissing off my job? Okay, so the job ignores the fact that you're a single mom. And what about the orthodontist? How often do they, you know, can they accommodate your schedule, the schedule that you rely on to make you money to afford to pay for the dent or the you know right. orthodontic work, right? Yeah, no, I'll accommodate your schedule, right? Like, I'm off at five. Great, we're done. We're out of here by five. Yeah. So figure it out, lady. Pretty much, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's, that's what, what you're it left is with to everything. Do. You're yeah. left to figure it out. To figure it out, which is great because the strange thing is, I don't think either one of us are complaining about the fact that you are responsible for all of this. I think, at least for me, anyway, I'm complaining about the fact that those responsibilities are ignored, and the burden that is put on the backs of our single parents is ignored. It's ignored. It's dismissed as if it didn't even exist. Yeah, you know. It'd be nice if, uh, you know, you're like, I have to go take care of this with my kiddo. And your employer's like, you take care of your kids. That's your number one job. Yes, you are a single mom and you do what you need to do. What do you think that would feel like for you if someone actually said that? Like, how much would that lift off of your shoulders? God, I would be blown away. Right. I would be blown away. That would mean so much to me um, for numerous amount of reasons yeah. you know when someone's acknowledging that you're, you're making this happen every day yeah not just for yourself but to other little humans um yeah. and the fact that they get it 
And so you don't have to leave work anxious. Um, or am I going to have a job next, you know, next appointment or yeah. whatnot, or um, anxious of trying to get your but school work or excuse me to work yeah. really quick because yeah. you just had to leave your kid's school for the parent teacher conference. Right. You know, that would just, yeah, it would definitely lower some anxiety. And you know, what's interesting too, is what you said when you said, you know, if someone actually said that to me, I would know that they get it. And I think if you, so now we can talk about people, not to say that we're going to, you know, venture off into a different subject, but people want to be seen and they don't want to be seen because they want to be seen for how stylish they are or how influential they are. People want to be seen so that to a certain extent they can be counted. Like, I see you. I understand what you're going through. So yes, please take that time off and take care of your children, but make sure to make up the work. Like, would you have any issue with that? No. Right. But you're never given that latitude because they don't see you. They don't get it. Right. And so then you're just, you know, I don't think that kind of going back to what we were saying before, I don't think that it's necessarily the burden, you know, that you're carrying that we're really trying to strip down. It's the fact that you are ignored and people don't see you. Mm-hmm. They don't see you um, and they don't see what it takes every single day to get your ass to work. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so then let's bring this to the therapist's office. So now we have, you know, in the way that we have broken this down, you and I, and I was raised by a single mom. God bless Badass her. Badass single mom. Mm-hmm. Especially for someone, you know, who isn't affiliated with anything godlike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All power to the lady who raised oh, this woman. Goodness. Yeah. You know, because she raised three, well, two yeah. that were like me, one that was an angel, but that's a different story. Anyway, um, yeah. I'm raising you know. two angels, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you got lucky. Yeah. That's where you got lucky. Okay. So. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, back to you. <laughs> you know, I love talking about me. <laughs> Let's talk more about me. Um, okay. So, what, what happens when society doesn't see you, when networks, that you are relying on to support you, don't see you, don't accommodate you, don't validate you. Okay, that's fine. Then you start to go crazy. That's fine. That's what therapists are for. Like these things happen. There's a cause and effect. Do you have time and money for the therapist also on top of everything else? Yeah, that thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so backtracking just a little bit, you get to a point where your emotional state and mental state really start to break down because a person can only deal with so much. Thank you. So you start to break down and you do... What everybody tells you is available to you, you find a mental health provider. And when you go on the listings of mental health providers in your city, how many are there? Dozens? Yeah. There are a lot of mental health providers. Yeah. How easy is it to get an appointment with one? That's, that's a big issue right there. So that goes back to what you were saying about money. Mm-hmm. Okay, so time, money and time. Okay, but therapists, we're in the business of compassion. You think oh you give God. someone a call back and oh, care about people? What? Yeah, uh-huh. we don't. You do, right? Um, not saying that ev- all of them do. Um, and they care about your mental health. Oh. Um, but if it's an emergency, call 911. Oh, yeah. Uh, th- there you go. Yeah. I love when they start their little voice machine off with that. Yeah. If this is an emergency, because you don't know how to do that, do you? Right. Actually, because to be quite honest, just to give you a little bit of Yeah, bitch, scoop. this is an emergency. My <laughs> mental health is about to blow right now. It's going to get bad for everybody up in here. <laughs> 
They tell us, one of the things that they tell us is that we we have to, we're mandated to put that little aside, that little 911. If this Are is you joking me? No. For insurance companies mandate that that is a part of, of the, the message. Um, well, we'll keep that on the DL. Anyway, <laughs> we're just we're just telling secrets. <laughs> Anywho, um, I definitely have a unique um, voicemail. We'll just say that. And so, yes, some of that is mandated. But you you get to a point where your mental health is starting to suffer, and you realize that. So you do the proactive thing, and you try to get someone on board who is going to support you. But what you're telling me is you actually get driven more insane because they don't call you back. Yeah, looking okay. for a therapist makes you crazy. But then if they call you back, what's that experience like? Well, I'm pretty booked, but I could possibly get you in next month. Or um, I can get you in on a Tuesday at 1 o'clock. Or, you know. It, so you're doing. Then you're fighting to get a spot that that will work for your, your life. And right. What not. So then how much pressure, this kind of goes back a little bit to some of the conversation that we had um, a few weeks ago about how to make your therapist your bitch, okay? So you recognize you need support. You go in, but you have had to jump through so many hoops just to get that appointment. Fortunately, if you have insurance, you might be able to pay for the appointment, you know, depending on how, your, how high your copay is. But if you don't have health insurance, then what? I don't even know. I've been yeah. lucky enough to have health insurance. Lucky. Right. You're lucky. lucky. I'm yeah. lucky enough exactly. to have health insurance. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So. So I don't. <laughs> what do you do when you don't have health insurance? Like, can you answer that? You're screwed. Yeah. Basically. You are screwed. You know, and I have never fortunately put myself in a position where I've had to screw someone because I don't like doing that in my office. But, <laughs> but really? you know, you just, I see my single moms. I see my single dads. I see my single parents who are actually in relationships but still function like single parents. I see you. I see all of you that walk in my office, and I find workarounds. I will bend over backwards to find a workaround because I see you. But you go through all of that time, all of the expense, or at least projected expense, of trying to set this up. You're sitting in the appointment with a lot of expectation because you need some support. Then you get a sense that the therapist that you're working with does not see you. And you're spending your last $20 on the copay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Are you going There I've to, been. Right. And then are you going to be excited about going to find another therapist if this one? No. Uh, it's a pain in the ass to find another therapist. Right. So I'm going to make it work with this one. Right. Yeah. Make it work. Yep. Exactly. No. I finally found someone that can get me in at a decent time. You know, yeah, I'm going to make it work. And how many times um, has it worked, Jen? You mean how many times has it failed? Yeah. <laughs> that I can answer. Um, the majority of the time. Right. If you go into it that way, it will fail. So basically what you're telling me is that the majority of the time that you have sought out treatment to support you and make your mental and emotional state a little bit easier to negotiate, to tolerate, every time you've done that, most of the time, you're disappointed. 
most of the time, you're left without that support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like I was saying a couple episodes ago, you know, not everybody is there for the right reasons. Yes. Yeah. And um, that really sucks. Exactly. Exactly. And that, like I was saying um, a few episodes ago as well, that cancellation policies suck. Right. Because we should, you know, as therapists, we should be working with people like you. And as and a single parent? Yeah. Frick, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, we should be working with people like you. And if we are working with people like you, then we know that shit happens. Mm-hmm. But the boss may not let you go. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had therapists that have been willing to work with work around things yeah. and, you know, because they see you. Yeah. Because they get it. You. Exactly. Um, and again, that's one of the best feelings in the world when you have that. Right. Yeah. But it's very, very hard to find. It's it's almost impossible. Yeah. You know, it, again, the majority of the time you're going to fail. And I think that you are a really good population sample, to be quite <laughs> honest. You know, I'm not going to say that I speak for all the therapists or that I speak for all of the people who are raised by single parents. Um, I'm not going to say that you speak for all of the single moms out there, but I think you do a good job of representing most of them. (laughs) Wouldn't you say? Well, I mean, I hope so. I feel like I'm leaving a lot of things out. You know, it's kind of hard when you're put on the spot to think of all the amazing things that single parents do all day. Oh, oh my God. I am so glad. No, I'm so glad that you brought that up, honestly, because I get so focused on just things that I am impassioned about and how frustrated I am with my field and the people within my field that I forget the better sides of this conversation. And that is to see the single moms. How bad fucking ass. I said it. How Mm -hmm. bad fucking ass are single parents? Like I said, single parents are fucking superheroes. Single parents are not only dancing the dance, they're dancing the dance beautifully, and they're doing it in heels and backwards. Mm-hmm. With a joint in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Which might be well, very... hopefully they have one. Might be very therapeutic. <laughs> they need one. <laughs> That's where that mental health comes in. <laughs> Whatever it takes. So long right. as it doesn't keep you stuck. Right, Exactly. <laughs> If you can dance with a joint in your mouth, that nice Let's little throw a cocktail in there too, Dan. <laughs> Freaking cocktail. Sometimes, sometimes that is what's needed. No doubt about that. But I wonder, okay, so not to make this all about, well, would you really need that? But honestly, would you really need to rely on calming agents if you had support? If people could see you? Because then... People seeing you could be a calming agent in its own. Yeah, Exactly. Kind exactly. of like I was saying, if the boss was like, hey, you know, I I get it. You, you're seeing me. That's. So we could put that in our pipe and smoke it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, definitely. It's really frustrating, you know. But again, in looking at all of the things that single moms do, my Some mom. Dads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Single parents. For sure. So my mom raised three. Um, no easy task, a lot of trauma, drama, you know, circulating around her life at that time. But she went to work. She taught me how to be a woman. She taught my brother how to be a man. And she taught him what type of woman to expect for his life. She was able to show me and my sister what not to do, what 
to do, what to expect, what not to expect when it comes to relationships. And that definitely involved prioritizing ourselves first. Mm -hmm. So I got lucky. You most certainly did because my single mom did not do it that way. Right. So And she done fucked us up. And then, okay, how much do you think she could have benefited from support? <laughs> well, she's a she's a different type of bird. So okay. well, well, all right. So we'll just let that one fly. <laughs> we'll let that one fly. Oh yeah, we'll let that one fly. But um when it's done right, you can see how beautiful it is and what it does yeah. to this world, to the you know, yeah. everything. And um I think the way I saw it, I saw it not being done right. Yeah. And Prayed. I hope I'm never freaking in that situation. But if that were to happen, I'm gonna do complete opposite. Right. Which is what I did. That's why I've got badass little children. Right. But um, yeah, that's what your mom did. Is ideally what you hope single parents are doing out there. She was able to do a lot. And let's go to school, right? And go to school, which yeah. is what you did too. And what my single moms, <laughs> dude, my single moms at the office. Oh, yes, degree right. Don't even don't even get me started. <laughs> don't even get me started about how you guys get yourself through school. I had a hard time getting myself through school. And I, as I told you earlier, my womb was barren. Yeah. We're just wrapping up soon. <laughs> we have to pay attention to all of the comings and goings around us because, you know, we're in the studio with studios. Yeah, we don't want to piss them off, but that's how we roll. You know, we just got people. Yeah. We people do. people that, you know, kinda help us run we our lives. We got the best on our team. So going back to the topic before mm-hmm. I digress <gasps> too much. <laughs> Fifteen seconds. Single moms rule the world. Single moms rule the world. They just need to be seen. They don't need a See handout. Them, people. They don't need a handout out just see them that's probably the most important thing because if you do that is the tobacco in your pipe smoke that the timer has dinged so it's time to sign off but first thank you for listening and thank you to our boys in the hood mark and nick with the podcast studio of new mexico join us in june for shout out to colorado springs yep shout out in June, cycle of the abused. I cannot wait to sink my teeth into this one. Inglewood, California. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yes, Inglewood. Love the forum. <laughs> Been there many, many Inglewood times. I was also doing a lot of the other things in Inglewood, but that's uh, another conversation for a different day. Okay, we will see you guys next time. Austin, Texas. Woo woo in the house. <laughs>